Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Oderico, and joining me is LPJ professional Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts. We're broadcasting live every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the blogtalkradio.com network, bringing you some of the best golfers, teacher professionals, and entrepreneurs helping to elevate women's golf. We're so glad you decided to join us this morning, so grab your coffee and let's get started. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this morning. We're very excited to have you uh, on board. Uh, I'm Ted Odorico, and right alongside, of course, each and every week is none other than Legends Tour player and LPJ professional Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts here on the Women of Golf Show. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. How are you? I'm I'm doing fantastic. Uh, we're actually having a little bit cooler weather down here in Florida, which has been been nice because we're getting away from that hot steamy weather we've had all summer so i'm really happy about that just to get a little bit of cool weather what's uh what's going on up in buffalo i happen to be in orlando <laughs> oh okay all right well <laughs> it's where's waldo where is cindy this week i <laughs> am a right. grammy this week i am babysitting two oh. little adorable girls while our daughter is in tokyo japan with tiger woods for oh, wow. the Skins game and the Zozo right. championship. Anyway, so oh, okay. it's not that cold here. It's like hot, muggy, yeah, really humid. Yeah. So this few <laughs> hours south of you is amazing. Yeah. It's actually not really terrible here, but uh, it's been a little bit of a reprieve here uh, over the last little while. We've had some, some hot, muggy weather here all season long, so it's just kind of nice to have some traditional fall weather. But uh Obviously, welcome aboard, Cindy. We're glad uh, to be doing the show this morning. All right, we've got uh, two great winners here from the Symmetra Tours Volvic Race for the Card. Uh, these young ladies uh, obviously uh, have been in pursuit of their LPGA Tour cards. Uh, first up is uh, Patty Tavatanakit, and I'll tell you a little bit about her, and then we'll bring her on board because I see she's ready. And then a little bit later on in the show, we're going to be joined by uh, the number three spot, uh, Jenny Coleman. So Patty, uh, 20, is a native of Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, she attended the Kirapat International School in her native country, uh, winner of the Callaway Junior Gol- uh, World Golf uh, Championship in 2014, and named in the uh, 2016 American Junior Golf Association, or, AG, or AJGA uh, Player of the Year. Uh, said three victories and six top 15s in 11 starts as a rookie on the Smetra Tour in uh, 2019 to end the year at the number two spot in the Volvic race for the card and earn her LPJ Tour membership for 2020. So, Cindy, let's welcome our first guest this morning, Patty Tavatanikit. Good morning. Morning, guys. Good morning. <laughs> welcome <Hi>. back. <laughs> Glad to be back. How are you guys? Good. We want to need you every week, and you want us to need you every week, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So where are you Where are you this morning, Patty? I'm actually in Orlando. Oh, okay. Wow. So Let's you're... go hit balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, um, I'm here visiting a friend, and uh, we're playing some golf, and then I just got back from New York. Um, last week so yeah it's been um, it's been fun off season get some rest a little bit and now I'm kind of head back into the game so yeah well Everybody you get a little bit a of break right yeah. exactly you guys yeah you guys have been working pretty hard this season uh, congratulations first and foremost on uh, finishing in the top 10 uh, number two spot actually thank you uh, for the Olvic race you. for the card I know it I know it's been a grind all season long but uh for, for a lot of the uh, girls out there, but you've you've uh, been a shining star uh, this season <laughs> with uh, with victories, and uh, we're we're glad to have you back on the show. Cindy, let me just start real quick, and then I'll throw it back over to you. So you had three victories, uh, and as I mentioned, mm-hmm. six top 15s uh, in your 11 starts as a rookie. Um, mm-hmm. and, and as I mentioned, you got on the uh, the Volvic race for the car to the number two spot. Um, so you've got to be riding pretty high and have a lot of confidence right now uh, in preparation for next season. How is your confidence right now? What do you really feel now that the season's over? 
Um, it's a big relief for sure. But you know what? Like, my mentality of going into next year is that not, like, it's not going to be any easier. So, yeah, I have my confidence from well, from what I've earned this year so far. But then, like, I'm going to put that into hard work and um, discipline um, for off season and just grind it out, um, trying to get better as a player. Um, so I'm looking forward, you know, to next year. And, like, it's going to be tough. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the grind. What was the Good what was you. the hardest part this? Yeah, very well said. What was the hardest part for you this season? What what did you find and what did you struggle with most throughout the year? I think I struggle with. Um, I think towards the end, you know, like I didn't really have the motivation to play, um, just because of like I'm a little tired and then, like we're back in the heat, kind of. <laughs> Um, we played <laughs> the last two tournaments in Florida, and that right. was a lot for me. Um, the hardest part was, I think, adjusting to each, like, weather in different mm-hmm. places for me. Um, like, South Dakota was cold, and I love cold weather. So, yeah, obviously, I'm going to play good there. But then, like, you know, when I'm in, like, hot weather and I'm sweating a lot, um, I just tend to get heated pretty easily. I don't know why, which, like, I grew up in this kind of weather. But um, I think that's, like, my main struggle for this year. And um, that, of, of course, affected my game a little bit. But um, you know what? Like, I'm going to go back and train in Thailand, and I'm just going to – it's going to be hot, I know. So I'm just going to train and then get used to feeling – hot and like sweating at the same time when I play because I've been spoiled <laughs> by LA with us for the past few years. <laughs> yeah, well said. Um, well, you know what, that that's very true. I mean, and you know, Cindy, uh, who played for a number of years on the LPJ and now on the Legends Tour, you know, I'm sure Cindy, you can attest to that, what it's like to, you know, when you're traveling different areas like that, one minute's cool and the next minute you're, you're sweating buckets. So it, it's quite a, you know, quite a, a, a contrast. Um, Cindy, go ahead. I know you've got some questions. So when are you going back to Thailand? Um, actually, this Sunday. Really? Yeah. yeah. And will um, you, how long will you be there? I'm going to be there for a little bit because, you know, like, when I'm home, home, I don't get work done. And, like, there's, like, a bunch of, like, a bunch of my friends that want to catch up. So I'm just going to, like, keep it low-key. Like, I'm going back. Like, I'm not letting anyone know just so I can have my private rest time and, like, not trying to do everything with everyone. Um, but I'm going to be there from next week until the 15th of um, December and come back here and train. So I have that like um, three weeks um, in the U.S. and just get adjusted with the time zone because um, I have my trainer back in L.A. and so I can just, you know, focus on my training a little better before my first tournament in Florida. Awesome. And when's the tour start next year? Um, January. I think it's, I believe it's the third week of January. Um, now, yeah. are you totally exempt for the whole year? Yeah. I mean, will so you get I in every have, tournament? Yeah, we have a pretty good status, and we don't get reshuffled this year um, from from what I heard. Um, so I'm very pumped that I can, you know, like plan out my schedule and not wait until, like, the last minute, the last couple of weeks to decide if oh, I'm going to get in or, like, I'm going to go to this event. So I yeah, think definitely. with the status I have and, like, the other 10 girls um, that finished in uh, Tazana Manilas, um, I think we have a pretty good status for next year, and it's um, it's going to be a little easier and a little predictable in terms of um, choosing tournaments to play and scheduling out your plans and stuff. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Now, will you get in the uh, Diamond Resorts? No, celebrity challenge. I, I I believe that one is for um, the champions from last year. Okay, got it, got it, got it. 
I, that's a limited I field think. event. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So my first event will be in. Uh, I don't remember the name of the event, but it's in Florida. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, back I, in the, I looked. I looked. Back at, I looked heat. at the schedule, and it was just like a lot of tournaments. So I was like, "Yep, it's in Florida," and then to Australia. Wow. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. So I think we start off with well the Diamond Resort and then another event in Florida and then a week off and then we go straight to Australia two weeks in a row and then after that is Thailand, Singapore and China. Well, hello. <laughs> you better rest. Let me ask you this, yeah. do you have a caddy for the whole year? Oh I um this year? No. For next year. Oh, for next year. Um, I'm still I'm still keeping my options open. I know. I mean, a couple of people have reached out, and then I have this one guy that um, I really like. We work together at AMA, and we bonded really well. Um, like, and he, I think he caddies for Challenge Hoy right now, so I don't know what he's doing next year, but we'll see. But um, yeah, I don't have a caddy right now. Do you know Worth Blackwelder? Mm-mm. Do you know Mallory Blackwelder? Nope. Okay. Worth was out caddying for Karen Stupples, uh last week at the LPGA Senior Championship. Oh, okay. He's a good friend, and he play, his wife Myra played on tour, and Mallory played on tour, and um, they're like the golf family. Oh, nice. He's pretty good. He used to caddy for Christy Kerr, oh, which is cool. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Go ahead, Ted. All right, so, Patty, um, you obviously had uh, a very good season, but there's always a part of the game um, that really sort of stands out for you. What 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 really mm-hmm. helped you through the season? Was it your short game, uh, Some something specific like putting, uh, or was it your your long game? What what, uh, what part really helped you uh, come through the season? Um, I think my ball striking has been solid ever since I turned pro, which is unheard of compared to what I how I was hitting in college um, before I end the season. But I mean, I guess when you know, like when my uh, when my swing is on point and like I'm hitting pretty solid. That's when I score the best um, in the past. I guess my putting is like here and there. You know, it's not consistent. But when, when I can putt, like I shoot low, because like I hit it pretty close. So I would think ball striking is is my main strength for this year. And then second of all would be putting. So like there's days that I would make putts. But there's weeks, there's tournaments where I, like, consistently would make this range, would, you know, like, putt fine. And there would be weeks where I don't make anything at all, but I win three putts. Wow. Yeah, and I think it's like that for, you know, for a lot of players. One week, you know, your putting's on, but maybe your ball striking isn't, you know, the best. And then it kind of flips Mm -hmm. some, you know, for for a lot of the players. So, um so what are you going to do to, uh, you know, you, you mentioned you take some time off, which obviously uh, you need to do after a tough season. But um, mm-hmm. what specifically, is there anything specific you're going to work on to prepare for next year um, besides the physical game? What about the mental game? Is there things that I you're do. going to do to kind yes. of really um, mentally prepare yourself? Yes, I do. Um, so I went to Vision 54 before my last two tournaments and um, – they gave me a bunch of stuff for off-season work, and um, I'm going to work on that for sure. I'm going to split my practices in, like, you know, like maybe two hours on mechanics, two hours putting, and then another two hours uh, just the mental stuff, um, as in, like, play box, think box, memory box, and um, walk into each shot. You know, like, it's it's fun. I, I tried it with um, P.M. Lynn, uh, Tiffany, and um, Kristen, like, there's it's so helpful and it makes my practice goes by really fast so I think I'm gonna do that and it helps prepare you for um you know a lot of situations on the golf course because like 
if you just practice right there. It's a block practice, and we don't get that situation when we're on the course. So it's important to practice like that. Practice like you're going to play and practice with purpose because um, everyone's going to be rusty the first um, the first tournament of the year because like everyone's been resting, you know, like been doing a lot of work. But I think uh, have, having that practice schedule would help me just have a better start or like better preparation for my first tournament. So that's what I'm gonna do. And I haven't really planned out a whole lot. I would have to go back and sit down and write the, my program and everything. Right, and and you're going to have obviously time to to get that organized um, with with your downtime and when you, before you come back out next season. What? Um, yeah. You know, obviously, obviously you're looking forward to getting out there next year. Um, mm-hmm. But one thing I know, and, and I'm sure you can attest to, with the schedule you had this year, next year is going to be even more of a grind. Um, are you going to pace yourself? One of the things I've noticed with a lot of players that first get out on the big tours is they want to get into every single event and you know mm-hmm. that's great in theory but you know with the travel that you just mentioned you're Australia and Bangkok yeah and, you know or Thailand rather and so on uh you can get burned out really easy early in the season are you going to try to pace yourself out through the season and, and maybe not necessarily get I, into every yeah, tournament I, my dad he wants me to play in every single event and I was like <laughs> dad like look come on like I'd rather just skip a week and, like, have a better preparation for the next week. Because I know, because I did six weeks in a row, and that was hell for me. Like, it was so tiring to the point where, like, I came home, and I didn't want to do anything. And, like, I I don't want to have that feeling because, um, you know, like, if you're doing things like equally and spread out, like, okay, that's fine. You know, like four weeks, that's fine. And then you come back home, you have the energy to fix your swing, to fix what you need to fix, be fixed for the next week. So it's all about managing my energy. So no, I'm not planning to play every single week. Right. That's smart. You know, time. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something I think a lot of, people forget is you know you've got to have good time management i mean it's great to have a solid uh ball striking and great on the putting surface but you know if you're not managing your time effectively you can you know as you pointed out you can burn out real quick and it's nice and and encouraging that your dad wants you to play every single event but um you know it's probably not realistic um let me ask you yeah let me ask you something now that you've you've you know, you've just finished out on the Symmetra Tour and you're going to the LPGA. Uh, there's going to be, uh, as it were, a new crop of young ladies coming up on the Symmetra Tour. What advice mm-hmm. uh, to those just starting out on the Symmetra would you give to them based on your experience? I think the main thing is, you know, just be grateful that you are where you are because a lot of the girls on the Symmetra Tour like, I feel that's what I sense at least, or that's what got me through the season is that I am grateful and I'm just being positive every single week. Like, you know, like I'm here playing golf and I'm going to be happy. That's the one thing that got me through every single week because, you know, like Symmetra Tour events, it's not the glamorous. It's not like an LPGA Tour event. It's like the, you know, the courses we go to, the places we go to, sometimes it's in the middle of nowhere. Right. But then you just got to, like, I I think being positive What is what helped me get through this season because sometimes, like, I would complain about, like, oh, me being here and all that stuff, but at the same time, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful to be here. I'm here to play golf. I'm here to do what I love to do, and I'm going to have fun. So yeah, having yeah having that mentality would would help anyone go through a tough week or you know even a tough day. So yeah, that's the one advice I would give to anyone. Yeah, having a, a positive attitude, I, I I agree. I think it's uh, it's vital no matter what you do, and and you know you you really. Um, speak volumes when you say that, you know, you're doing something that you love to do. Uh, and I think that all of the, 
um, players, whether it be Symmetra, LPGA, or, or, or any mm-hmm. other tour, really need to reflect and be grateful because they are doing something that they love doing. And, you know, yeah. it, it can be difficult at times. It can be tough at times. But yeah. uh, there's a lot of other things that can be equally as tough out there. And, and uh, oh, yeah. you, know, you, you, you know, you ladies uh, have it pretty pretty good. Um, Cindy, any, any final thoughts or questions for, for Patty before we let her go? No, but I'm very proud of you to have such a great attitude and be grateful and work your butt off and pace yourself. I mean, don't, you know, you love playing golf, so go do it to the best of your ability and have some fun. And this is going to be the long haul. Don't think, oh, it's just one year and I got to go. No, this is for a long, (laughs) long time. So good luck. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck, Patty, and have a great uh, 2020 season out on the LPGA. And I hope you'll come Thank back and visit too. us again sometime. Yeah, just hit me up whenever you need me, whenever you guys need me. Sounds good. We will. Have a good one, Patty. Right. Go get some re- so go get some much. rest and have a good off season. You're very very welcome. Okay. Congratulations again. Uh, hope you guys have a good day. You All right, bye bye. Okay, bye. All right, that was uh, Patty Tavatanikit. Uh, obviously needing some rest for the season. I think she was uh, a little tired this morning. You could hear it in her voice. It, it's been a tough season for the the girls, you know, Cindy out on the Symmetra tour. I mean, uh, you know, she pointed out they had several weeks back to back and uh, that really takes a toll. And then to end it in, you know, in Florida where it's uh, a little warmer and, and that, and obviously she, despite being from a, a warm climate, uh, it, it still takes its toll even on, uh, on somebody like her. So, um, but uh, we wish her well, and uh, we're going to talk with uh, another young lady who's making her way out on the LPJ, Jenny Coleman, here in just a moment. But first, um, Cindy, go ahead and let's set up the clip, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about what you're doing down in Orlando. Well, so many people need to learn to use the game of golf as a business tool, but they're all afraid to do so. So have a listen. Everyone knows business deals are made on the golf course. Knowing how to act is just as important as how you hit it. As an LPGA professional and corporate trainer, I offer workshops, seminars, and executive retreats to teach you how to do both. From the back nine to the boardroom, improve your team from the inside out, or Golf 101 for executives might be the perfect fit for your team. Maybe it's time to make some deals on the course. For more information, go to cindymillerinc.com. All right, well said, and be sure everyone after the show to go to cindymillerinc.com uh, to connect with Cindy and uh, and let her help you not only uh, out in the golf course but uh, in the boardroom as well uh, around this great game. Um, all right, so Cindy, as you were mentioning off air, uh, and then you confirmed it coming on air that uh, you're down in Orlando. So what's uh, what's happening down there? Well, I'm being a grandmother this week. Our daughter, Kelly, works for Golf Channel, and she is a senior talent booking producer for Morning Drive. And she is in Japan, in Tokyo, with the the Golf Channel and for the Tiger Woods and Jason Day shootout and then the Zozo Championship. So, gratefully, it's uh, getting to be a little chilly in Buffalo, and my husband and I can come down here and watch the two girls. So we're here for the week. Very good. Now you also mentioned too uh, something about a uh, your boot camps. Uh, what what's happening on the boot camp front? Yeah, so I'm going home for five days, then I come back for the LPGA National Summit, and then I'm doing a boot camp at Orange County National. And boot camps are anywhere from three to four days. It's not a golf vacation. It's boot camp for a reason. We have breakfast in the morning. We do instruction from nine till noon. We have lunch, and then we play 18 holes every day. So if you really, really, really want to get better and commit, uh, I would email me, cindy at cindymillergolf.com, and say, what's going on with boot camp? Let me have some information. We've got one in November, two in February, one in March, and one in April of 2020, Orange County National in Orlando, Florida. Very good. And I know that you guys, you and Alan, really enjoy – doing these boot camps what specifically uh obviously you're helping uh some golfers and you do uh golfers of very uh varying ages because i know you've had some younger 
students as well at these boot camps. Now, what do you really enjoy most about doing these boot camps? Well, to be honest with you, in Buffalo, I'm I'm kind of like the 30-minute quick fix it queen. So I'm really good at helping you get better really fast. The problem is you leave and then you don't practice and then you come back. And then I fix you right. and then you leave and you don't practice and then you come back. So boot camp is we're going to really fix what you're doing. We're going to make sure you're really clear with what the issue is, that you understand what the solution is, that you're comfortable with what you're doing so that you can gain confidence so that you can be more consistent. So it's clear, comfortable, confident, consistent. And because we play with you, you know, it's not just, we're not just range rats. Uh, right. It's kind of like Patty was just saying, you have to do block practices, you know, rake and hit, rake and hit, rake and hit. No, we're going to take you out on the golf course and make sure you can produce golf shots when it counts. So that's what I love about boot camp. We really, we take a deep dive into helping you change your game forever. Yeah, and that's important too, Cindy, because, you know, we, you and I have talked about this before on the show many, many times. Um, you know, obviously, range time is important. You've got to get out there and get some of the kinks out there. But then you've got to take that uh, game, if you will, out on the golf course because the conditions, you know, you're not going to get a perfect lie out in the golf course. In fact, if you do, uh, give me a call because I want to know where that perfect lie is because I don't get too many of them when I play. But you know, you want to uh, be able to translate all of that knowledge and that skill out in the golf course and put it together. So I think that's fantastic that, you know, you and Alan do that. You obviously, uh, you know, have some time to, to really dive deep, as you said, into some of the issues that uh, the folks might have. Um, but then now you're going to really see how they put it all together uh, out in the golf course. And that, that gives you also some great feedback um, for the next day, you know, after, after your first session and that, you can kind of get an idea. Are they understanding what it is that we're explaining to them? Are they really putting it into practice or do we need some more work here and there? Yeah. And, and we've got the time to do that, which makes it just, it's so much easier. You really get a lot done. So yes, it's expensive, but it's, if you're really looking to change your game and get better, it's well worth the investment. Well, and, and also, no, I, I agree. And, and it's like anything, you know, it, it, you get out of it what you put into it. And, you know, I, I understand, obviously, in this uh, time, if you will, everybody's, you know, struggling to find five minutes, 10 minutes here and there. And, um, you know, it, it's great to get some, some uh, first class instruction. But as you pointed out, if you're not going to go and, and practice, you know, what you've been taught and, and put the effort into to improve in those areas, um, then it's really for naught. And, um, you know, this boot camp uh, gives you, like I said, not only you as a, as a coach to really work with the students, but it gives them an opportunity to really ingrain some of that and take a lot of that information in. Because, again, you know, obviously in reality we have to do what we do, um, and sometimes it might be 30 minutes, sometimes we might be lucky and get an hour. Um, but for a lot of people that are willing to spend the time and effort and, and the, the finances to you know, to really uh, get a, a strong assessment and really get some, some solid help with their game are going to benefit. And then the other thing, too, that I really like about what you're doing is you're giving them the tools to be able to handle those situations and recover away from the golf, uh, not the golf course, but away from you. So, you know, they're able to fix themselves a little bit to a certain degree. And I think that's uh, that knowledge is power. Yeah, knowledge is power. Absolutely. So, All right. So, yeah, you got to well be able done, to Cindy. recover on your own. Right, exactly, because you know what, uh, you know, Cindy Miller isn't going to be there every time you're out in the golf course. I mean, she might be in your head sometimes, but uh, which is good. But you know, you you've got to have those tools when you're out in the golf course because it's just you and the element. So, uh, well done to you and Alan for for uh, doing what you do. All right, we've got uh, our second uh, Symmetra Tour, or shall I say, former Symmetra Tour player now heading to the LPJ next season. Uh, who finished actually number three on the Volvic race for the card this season, uh, Jenny Coleman. Let me just tell everybody a little bit about her, and then Cindy will welcome her to the show. Uh, Jenny Coleman, is, uh, she's 27 and from Rolling Hills Estate, California. Uh, she had one victory in 10 top 10 performances in her four-year University of Colorado career. Uh, she holds or shares 28 program records, including most events, 47, and rounds played, 139. 
she had 16 career top 10s on the Symmetra Tour, uh, 34 with a score under par, and made 76 career starts on the Symmetra Tour with a career best runner-up uh, result at the 2019 Danielle uh, Downey Credit Union Classic. And as I mentioned, she finished in the number three spot uh, on the uh, Volvic race for the card this season and heads next season to the LPJ Tour. So let's welcome uh, Cindy, our second guest this morning, uh, Jenny Coleman. Good morning. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being on. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> you got to be so well, excited. We're... Yeah, I think uh, I think they're uh, all very very happy this season. And, and Jenny, you've obviously again congratulations. You got to be very uh, happy uh, with your performance here to be able to get into the top uh, ten, which obviously earns your uh, card for next season. Um, so let me start off. Uh, you, you know, you played a very solid season uh, this past year on the uh, Symmetra Tour, finishing again, as I mentioned, number three uh, and getting your card. Um, what do you think, though, based on your understanding of how you played this season, what do you think or what part of your game needs the most improvement, do you think, in order to have a successful 2020 next year on LPJ? Um, I think just playing the game that I played this year should be pretty good. Um, I Usually my ball striking is my strong suit, so just keep that sharp. And um, usually it's my short game that's hit and miss. So if I can just get that one more up and down or make that one or two more birdies, it, it makes a lot of a difference. So I think if I just keep an all-around sharp game, it should do the trick. Is there an area of your game – um, you know, whether it be putting or, or um, you know, off the tee, that has you've struggled with a little bit this season. Uh, obviously, not enough that uh, it, it affected you overall, but um, that you're going to be mindful of in, in your preparation in the off season to get ready for next season. Is there a part of your game that you're really going to focus on in the off season? Probably my chipping, um, getting up and down, is probably where I'm definitely going to work on. It's it's uh. It's usually somewhere that um, my up and down percentages are pretty low, either on the grass, rough, sand. So that's definitely somewhere that i got to improve on, especially um, out there. It's only going to get harder. The, the rough's only going to be longer. The bunkers are going to be harder to get out of. So it's, I think that's where I should put my focus on in this off season. Very good. Now, are you back in California now? Yeah, I am. Okay, so you're home for a little bit. Um, I'm assuming you're taking some downtime uh, before next year. What are you going to do in the next, say, several weeks? Are you going to just kind of relax and, and uh, breathe easy that the season's over and uh, you got a little bit of time before you head out in, uh, in the next uh, year to, uh, to the LPJ? What are you going to do to sort of relax for a while? Or are you going to relax? Um, a little bit of relaxing, not too much, though. Just a good balance of a little relax gym, golf, um, a little more practice-oriented than um, playing holes on the course-oriented, but still doing a good um, balance of everything. Very good. Um, what about when you do take some downtime? Are there other things besides golf? I mean, obviously golf is, is something that you're, uh, you're passionate about or you wouldn't be out here. Um, what do you do, enjoy doing when you're not playing golf, Do you, you know, in your downtime? I like to play a little tennis, actually. Um, just gotten into also um, pickleball. It's like a on a smaller okay. court. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's fast-paced. Are fun. you old enough for pick up pickleball? <laughs> I'm not in the general age of the players, but I, I still have a good time with it. <laughs> good for you. I've got a couple questions. When you said my ball striking has been really good, I want to know what your right brain, dumb blonde thought process is when you're standing over a shot and you're going to swing. Do you have a couple of little simple keys? Um, I'm usually pretty over the ball. I'm pretty just not thinking about too much. Um, I just, I kind of just plan the shot beforehand, 
do a little practice swing. If I'm going to work on, like, one thing in my swing, I'll do it in the practice swing. And then when I get over the ball, I'm pretty much thinking about nothing other than just keep a nice, smooth tempo and um, let the ball do its thing and let it go. So when you prepare to hit a shot, let's say we've got a 100-yard shot over a bunker and the pin's on 10, okay? And the wind's in your face and you just want to hit it straight. What club would you take and what's your process? Um, let's see, 100 yards pin. Um, how much on room 10. to the bunker? You've got on 10, 10 yards over the bunker. Yeah, it's on 10. On 10 into the wind. So I'm thinking if it's into the wind, landing it on the pin, maybe five yards short. Um, just hit a nice um, low, strong gap wedge. Just hit something that um, pierces the wind good, but also not trying to hit this like super high floaty pitching wedge that will snap up in the wind and who knows if if it'll drop Come short or drop far. It's a nice low controlled it. strong gap wedge. Almost feel like you're cool. hitting like a little draw. Awesome. So when you practice, so I'm assuming you've worked on your swing um, a lot or you wouldn't be where you are. You're at the point where the only thing you need to think about is tempo and pace? Yeah, when, especially when I'm on the course. Um, I think there's a difference between on the course and off the course. On the course, just tempo. Um, only if things are starting to go sideways is when you got to do some little adjustments. But um, otherwise, on the range, that's definitely where I'm working on my swing keys. Um, and grind and just grinding it out and hitting balls and um, looking at video. So yeah, definitely the difference between on the course and off, tournament round and awesome. practice round. Got it. When you play a practice round, what do you do with the greens? Do you walk off the greens and make notes and maps on the yardage book? Um, yeah. So I'll get the yardage book and I'll have a a little picture of the green on it, and um, I'll see what kind of little slopes that they'll put in for some ridges and stuff and double-check kind of just um, visually. And some some of them I'll pace if they're very important. And then um, I'll just do general slopes on my book, on the, the flatter areas that it says, and just have an idea of which way the entire green's tilting or certain sections too. Awesome. Would you consider yourself an analytical player or more of a feel, um, right-brained person? I think I'm definitely like an analytical preparation person, like a very numbers-oriented and strategy-oriented kind of person. Um, But when I'm over the ball, I just do my thing and just feel it and hit it. Depending on that lie, you just – you're – body just tells you what to do subconsciously and you do it. So I'd say <laughs> that's a little awesome. bit of both, but so mostly, how long mostly did analytical. It take you, yeah, how long did it take you to understand and learn that? Um, it took a while. I think it took until my professional career to um, really get into that because I think in college and stuff I was still um, – too analytical over the shot, either thinking about the number too much or um, or like a little bit of a swing change kind of thing. I think it's just in my professional careers when I made the switch. So you've played on the LPGA Tour a couple years ago, right? Yes. How much easier, I can tell you how much easier it's going to be that you've already been there once because the first year you're out there, you're like, okay, where are we going? What course is it? I have to play a practice round. So you have to be so excited, even though it had to suck to lose your card and you have to go back to Symmetra, this is like a blessing in disguise. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, 
it was great to have conditional status, but it was a good way to kind of get my feet wet and figure out, okay, at least I know a couple of the courses, where the range is, or um, like where to go, and um, just practice schedules and um, how they set up the courses and just all these little things about how that how it's a little bit different out there than Symmetra than and any other tournaments that I've played. Absolutely. I got news for you. If you keep that same mindset, you're going to win a tournament this next year. That's going to be so awesome. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Ted, go ahead. Um, so, Jenny, let me ask you. Um, I, I'm still caught on the pickleball here. Um, I'm I'm curious um uh, what what possessed you to uh, – because that's not something normally someone your age would be interested in. How did you get uh, involved in playing pickleball? Um, so out at my course back home, they have tennis courts, and uh, they recently um, started bringing out some pickleball nets and equipment and just decided – and there's already some lines drawn for it. So I decided, right. you know what? Let's give it a whirl. Try and Google the rules and stuff, but still, not not perfect. <laughs> like to get in that what's that? Kit the kitchen. Sometimes get a little aggressive in there, but <laughs> it's all fun. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know the first time that I I saw it was I had gone down to visit uh, in the villages in, in Central Florida, and it's huge down there. So uh, you're, you're going to be well ahead of the game uh, when, when uh, time passes on, uh, getting an early start. Uh, all kidding aside, um, so let me ask you, Jenny, you know, we had Patty uh, Tavatanakit on before, and she talked about, you know, some of the um, challenges that she had with the travel and having back-to-back, you know, uh, several back-to-back tournaments. And then also for her, despite being from a warm climate, um, she found it sometimes difficult transitioning from, you know, a much cooler climate, which she actually enjoyed, uh, to playing as you did towards the end of the season down in, in Florida, where it, uh, you know, was a little more hot and steamy. Now, you being from California, you know, the, for the most part, um, I'm not sure. Are you in Southern California or whereabouts are you? Yeah, I'm in Southern California, just south of LA. Okay, so it's it gets pretty warm down there too. Um, did you find, what were some of the struggles, not so much with your game, but with the travel? Did you find the travel difficult this season at times? And do you adjust pretty quickly when it comes to, um, you know, different climate situations? Do you have preferences that you like to play? Like, do you prefer cooler temperatures? Is that, you know, uh, good for your game? Or do you like it a little bit warmer? Um, I think the travel, I mean, I've been on this played on the Symmetra for a few years, so the travel kind of gets more similar. Um, yeah, definitely those first couple years, it's kind of a shock of, oh, you've got a 10-hour drive coming up, or, and <laughs> then you've got four weeks in a row, six weeks in a row, and I think this year we've had we had an eight-weeker. So that was yeah, that was uh, that was the longest I've ever done. That that was very tough, um, physically, mentally just dealing with the golf course, let alone then the travel that goes with it too, is you just have to be patient. I prefer cooler weather, I'd say, but, um, I mean, you just have to adjust to your conditions. If it's really hot out, just start drinking a lot of water and um, just prepare for what's to come. Yeah. Yeah, and there's only so much you can do, obviously. Um, but um, now what about as far as, you know, you mentioned, and, and I do remember this season because we had quite a few of the winners on uh, throughout uh, the year. Uh, there was that stretch, I think, like you said, seven or eight tournaments in a row. Um, so it obviously wears on you, especially adding the travel in there, never mind, you know, actually playing in the events and practicing and so forth, but you've got that travel there as well. What do you do? Um, are you someone that's pretty diligent with a workout routine? What do you do to keep your energy levels up? Um, I'm. I usually just like to schedule my practice. You know, try and get out there in the morning. Um, get it. 
get everything done, get a practice warm-up, uh, play 9 or 18, whatever you're feeling that day, and then um, a nice uh, planned practice after it, and then just call it a day. I mean, you can't be out there for 12 hours a day and expect it to be sharp. Just make sure you have a very focused practice and use your time efficiently and effectively. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, you, you've got to... You know, you've got to find balance in, you know, you know, regardless of what it is that you do. And, and you know, when you've got a, a hectic schedule like you guys have, you know, playing in events, you know, several weeks in a row and and uh, sometimes with very little downtime in between, um, you've got to make the most of it. And you've got to organize your time wisely because it can get very easy. And we've, you know, had a number of the winners come on and, and um, you know, there were moments throughout the season that uh, they kind of hit some low points. Um, you know, it really got to them, it wore on them. Um, and then once they kind of moved that aside and changed their attitude and, and looked at it from a different perspective, lo and behold, they would, you know, win the event and, uh, you know, the week following so forth. So, you know, attitude, I think, is, is paramount. I've got just two final questions for you, um, and they're kind of similar. But um, first and foremost, if you had the ears of a group of young girls that uh, were not in the golf industry per se in any way shape or form um, but maybe had an interest and I'm talking about very young girls much younger than yourself what advice would you give them if they had aspirations of maybe doing something like what you're doing I'd say um, give it a shot Uh, you definitely you don't know what you can do until you really fully put your mind and efforts towards it I mean if you don't if you don't ever give it a shot, you won't ever know. So I, I, I think you got to give it a shot, even if it's just to try the game or not. Just, just try. Go hit some balls on the range. Try it for a few weeks. Every once in a while, try it for a couple of years and see what happens. You know, just go play and have fun with it, and uh, slowly build your way into it. Yeah, I think that's some good advice. And the other question I have, as we asked Patty this as well. Um, now that you're moving on to the LPGA, there's going to be a new crop of, of young ladies coming out on the Symmetra Tour um, for the very first time. Certainly, obviously, they've had experience, whether it be collegiate or otherwise, but this is going to be the first time uh, in this type of format, perhaps, for them. What advice would you give them starting out? Um, I'd say uh, probably just consult in like a, a veteran or someone that's been out on Symmetra for a couple of years. And just uh, they can always give them some tips and tricks on on how to manage your time, um, what's expected at like pro am parties, um, and they've played the course before. You know, go do a practice run with them. They can tell you some of the strategy out there, which which green is usually firm and stuff like that. Um, I think you got to just manage your time, make sure you're practicing on what you need to, and getting in the amount of holes and just listen to your body on how much, uh, how many hours you can put in. If you're feeling it, do more. If, otherwise, don't don't overwork yourself before the tournament even started. Don't go play an 18, 18, 18, 18, and then, and then you're playing three more 18s in a row. Um, uh, so just, yeah, just um, listen to your body. Feel it all out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's some good advice as well. Um, Cindy, any any excuse me, any final thoughts or questions for Jenny before we we let her go and and uh, enjoy the rest of her day? No, I I really admire all of your. Um, I think it's your mindset. I think what's so cool about you is that you're kind of just clear and comfortable, and you're kind of chill, and I think that's what you have to be to be able to be successful on the tour. So I see absolutely great things coming from you. So don't let anybody mess with you. I'm glad that you've been there before because when you get out there, you've got all these people. I call them the committee of they, and they're, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. It's like, you know what, shut up. I got here all by myself, well, with my team. But <laughs> don't let anybody get in your head and just stay who you are. So good luck to you. You're going to do great. Thank you. Yeah, I concur uh, with Cindy Miller 100%. I think you've just got to 
you, you have to really play your own game. And uh, that certainly doesn't mean that you don't listen to uh, advice uh, from within your inner circle, if you will, and, and that. But, um, you know, I think that you, you just have to go out and play your own game and, and, uh, and let your body, you know, dictate, uh, you know, what you can do and what you can't do. And, um, and if you need to make adjustments along the way, then, uh, you know, you, I think you have got enough experience now under your belt that you can do that on your own. And um, you're, you're your best guide. So go out and have fun next season. Uh, good luck. Uh, I concur with Cindy as well. I think you're going to win next year on the LPGA. And uh, I hope you will come back and, and join us again sometime. Great. Thank you so much. Sounds like a plan. All right. Good luck. Good luck have Jenny. fun. Thank you. Yep. All right. That was uh, Jenny Coleman uh, in the number three spot this season on the Volvic Race for the Car. Now heading Cindy to the uh, uh, to the LPGA, uh, to the big stage, if you will. And uh, I think I, I think I agree with you a lot, uh, particularly with Jenny. I think she really, you know, obviously you can hear in both of their voices, they're, they're both tired. Um, you know, it's been a, a tough grind this season, and I think they're just looking for a little bit of rest. But uh, Jenny really seems to have, you know, as you pointed out, uh, and, it, and she agreed with uh, a very analytical mind. And um, yeah, that can work for and against you under certain circumstances. But I think I agree overall with, with what your assessment was that, uh, that she's going to get out there and and really take control next year. Absolutely. Again, I cannot stress enough being out there before and Mm -hmm. not being brand new and not knowing what you're doing. Trust me. It's, it's, really important that you know where you're going and you've been there before and you've had the experience. It's just, it's immeasurable. So God bless them both. I hope they do great. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we're very glad that they're coming here and and sharing their story uh, with us here on the women of golf show. We enjoy uh, having these young ladies, these up and comers, if you will, uh, as they continue their journey. And we're always uh, happy to share that with you. Um, and Cindy, good luck this week down in Orlando, uh, looking after the grandkids. Uh, I know that's a, a special time for both you and Alan. And then good luck in the weeks to follow at the boot camp. And uh, Cindy, if you want to just uh, remind everybody how they can get in touch with you if they're interested in partaking in one of your boot camps. Just email me at Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com, and I would love to help you out. Perfect. All right, on behalf of Cindy Miller, I'm Ted Odorico. Thank you this morning for joining us here on the Women of Golf Show, and we will see you next week right here. Thank you, everybody. God bless. Thanks, Cindy. Bye-bye. Have a great week. Thanks for listening this morning to the Women of Golf Show. Tune in live each week by visiting blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf or on any of these social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStream Live, and of course Spotify. If you can't join us live, check out our on-demand section for previously aired broadcasts. To get updates for future shows and upcoming guests, you can follow us on Facebook at Women of Golf. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ted and Buck CEO and Cindy at Cindy Miller Golf. Please remember to join us next week on the Women of Golf Show. See you next time. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network.